Nobody's going to thank you, flag you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Amsterdam Talk. We had some difficulties last night. We got some difficulties going today with all this haze in the, in the air over here on the East Coast. I mean, people further up north uh, in Canada, uh, Canada, New York, New York, Jersey. It's all colored in red, you know. It's like the red It's like the red moon in the Legend of Zelda, where zombies come back. But anyway, I got a special guest. I got Mr. Robert Lawson with us today. Before we start, tell us about yourself, uh, Robert. Uh, well, my name my name is Robert Lawson. I am a first time author, Amazon number one best selling author. I am married. I have three children. I have my bachelor's degree in healthcare administration, and I'm just on a journey to help other people um, break loose from their trauma and turn their pain into power. Okay, so you you wrote this book, Life, The Trial and Error, Life of Depression. You wrote this book based on a true story. So it's based on a true story. How did you begin your story in this book? I I began um, this story but just taking my um taking a reader on the journey of my life and um what I went through um being fatherless and how that led to um to me trying to fill this void with uh, many different things and um eventually that didn't work out and um it led to depression, suicidal attempts, it led to me being bullied in school and just being sexually abused, um and just just um how I overcame all that to be the man I am today. Okay, so you said you were fatherless, but you were fatherless from birth for the time. No, it's just like my father was tell age. My father was just in and out of my life um throughout my years of uh living and um it just it just um led to um to me just trying to fill that void um it was just he was just in and out so that void right there so how did you feel it i mean as far as your emotions were you I, angry, I, I were you upset? It. I, it was angry bitterness hatred um i tried to fill it with um like love from other male figures um male role models and uh love from other women and stuff like that and it turned out like everybody will still leave, you know. Um, like sometimes in life, we, you know, what I'm saying we look for other, other, um, other things to try to heal our pain, and that's not the right cause or the right direction to do that. And um, that was me, you know. I tried to fill that, fill that um, big old hole with with all those things, and instead of you know, what I'm saying doing a, doing healing and and doing work on my own. Um, it led to a bigger cause, bigger pain. Okay, so the bigger pain happened. So as far as like when you were in school, so you're going through this, and the trauma of you saying you were being bullied, were you being bullied because the fact is, you know, you didn't have the father there, or you just were being bullied because kids are just assholes like they normally are. It's a, it, like some people didn't really know I had a, not didn't know about the situation. It was just people being, you know, themselves and. Uh, People just being numb and just picking on me for like my height and, and stuff like that. Well, well, how tall are you? I'm five two. Oh, 
<laughs> okay. I don't mean to laugh, but I understand, you know, being short, you know, things of in that nature happens, you know, being short. So you also said that you will wind up that you were sexually abused. So what is sexually abused by like someone in your family or uh, someone it was your uh, it was uh uh it was um by my dad's um uh girlfriend at the time. And um okay. by your dad's was, girlfriend. Yes. At the time at the girlfriend he had at the time and uh she 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 like she like molested me and, 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 and took advantage of me and think that I didn't quite know at the time what was going on. Okay. So did you reach out and did you tell someone? Um no not at the moment. No, I didn't I didn't really tell no one. I was I was too shocked and too scared and too traumatized of what what was what was going on. I, I told a few friends. But they they just they just like laughed and made the situation you know what I'm saying worse than what it yeah, was and uh, and um so I, that that made me not want to open up or talk to nobody talk to nobody about the situation so I just kept it locked in inside and hurting myself more and more with it. Okay, so you 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 told friends and so like when did you decide to sit down and just say? I want to get everything out. Did you go to therapy or did this book just become self-healing in itself? Um, I went to therapy um, and reached out to a couple of therapists um, and did um, Zoom trauma trauma groups. With, uh, it was a group with 12 people in it and, and stuff like that. But majority of the book really did the healing for us own. You know, not nobody really knew till they, till they read the book and some people don't know because some people never read the book, but it it's just like I just enough was enough. I was tired of hurting myself and tired of holding on to the pain that when I I just wanted to move on from everything and just finally finally live my life. You know what I'm saying? Finally be at peace with everything and and finally get closure. You know, on my own, uh, not trying to seek closure for the people that hurt me. Just finally seeking closure on my own and, and just finally moving on and doing what I got to do for my life. So, you know? so how did you get closure? Did you actually talk to these individuals or you just say, hey, I'm done with it? I'm, I'm just done with it. You know, I'm tired of, tired of the pain hinder, hindering my growth. Um, a lot of times we try to seek closure from those people, but the best closure is no closure at all. Um, you don't have to get closure. Right? To, to move on with the life. Okay, okay. So as far as that, like, I mean, I know you said about your dad, so he was in and out. So as you became an adult, have you spoken to him that, like, this is what I went through? Uh, I didn't talk to him about those situations. I, like, it was just, like, a conversation. Like, I always wanted, like I said, I always wanted that closure. So I asked him, like, why, why you know what I'm saying, what was going on with um, like just a man to man conversation, like why wasn't you there and you know what I'm saying, stuff like that, but he kept beating around the bush and like I just wanted the truth and he couldn't give me the truth. So I just said, Man, enough is enough and he said a lot of hatred stuff. So I just forgive him within my own heart, but I just cut him off and had to do what I had to do for um to be the best father for my children and just move on that way and and um, just 
cut cut ties. You know, sometimes it's it's safe to love people from a distance, even family. You know, so I just had to. It it wasn't just about him no more. It was just about myself and finally getting uh finally just healing on my own and 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 doing what I got to do for myself, not him no more. Right, right, right. So, so what, what did you decide? You just said, I'm just going to write a book. So when did this hit? Um, my grandma, she was, she was the inspiration of the book. Um, like I always had a passion for helping others and wanted to tell my story, but I was, I was pretty much scared to t tell my story because I was scared of being judged or, or who might believe me, who won't believe me. So like my grandma, she like, did the finishing touches like she she told me that I had a higher gift and purpose in life, but I I quite didn't know what she meant by that. But so two weeks after she passed, like I kept seeing the same signs of like the stuff that I talk about in the book, and I just that was just my sign to go for it, you know, and don't look back. So I wrote the book and I just wanted to and finally just had the strength as I was writing a book to like man this 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 is, it feel good to put my the the thing that I went through and all that pain into paper you know and I just never look back well, take us through the book then for those who haven't read it or those who haven't purchased it yet take us through the book uh, like I said it's just basically I'm not gonna I don't want to give too much information out but just a little, little uh, like like I said it just it's basically how I talk about being fatherless and how um, my father wasn't there at, a, at certain points of my life. And, and like like I said, like how I tried to fill that void with being, being um, loved and other things. And it didn't go out quite the way I wanted to. So it led to depression to the point where I wanted to kill myself. And, and I... I I was in a deep hole and a deep, a deep, just a deep hole. And it was hard for me to get out, got of. but thanks to the grace of God, he helped me get out of it. And like once I got out of it, I just did a lot of soul searching within myself and healing within my own so I can be the better man to myself. Um, mostly myself, because if I'm not a better man to myself, I can't be a better man to nobody else. So. I did a lot of soul searching, a lot of healing, and so I could be the man I am today for myself, my kids, and my wife. Right. Okay, so you said you was in depression and you went suicidal. Like, did you do anything to yourself, or you just had the thoughts? I tried, yeah. I had um, thoughts and suicidal attempts as well. What were some of the attempts you had? Um... Like I said, I don't want to get too much about the book, but it was it you was. You gotta uh, give us something. <laughs> give us peace. It was. It was, it was uh, I put a gun to my head and I tried to take pills and stuff like that. Mm. Okay, you put a gun to your head and try to take pills. So, through this, through this, everything that you've been through, has there have you been reaching out to other like groups and speaking out? Yes, I reached out to a few um, 
to a few groups and um I did a couple speaking events and a uh, couple speaking events and like I said I just I just um a lot of people turn me down but I just I just keep reaching out and um the right opportunity will face above me when it comes you know um, got a lot of no's but like like the greatest um Quote of all time, Eric Thomas, I'll say you you want no from a yes. So I just keep going, reaching out, and, and just keep positive attitude. Okay, so you're from Coloma, right? Coloma, Michigan? Correct. Is that right? Coloma? Yes, correct. How far is that from Detroit? Um, about like two hour drive. I say, how far is it from Detroit? Two hour drive. So what's the next biggest city? Uh, you got Chicago. What's the next biggest city? You got Chicago, Detroit, uh, Indianapolis, uh, Indiana, and all that good stuff. Okay, so so have you reached out to like doing this time of it? During this time of age, there's a lot of children because of the social media effect. They're taking their own lives. Have you spoken to like children of that age, like elementary, middle school? Uh, no, I not 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 far away, but I did reach out to the school that I graduated from, and um, the principal um, just told me um, not not at the moment because they, they got little budget issues and stuff like that. Budget issues, so I mean, you could have wanted. I mean, well, I don't know your price or whatever. Than I, that, I, but... I asked, I asked, I told him I speak for free and stuff like that. And, I don't know. I, I I'm not the one that you know. I just go to move on to the next person. It's, I always say it's God. It's God. It's God way of handling things, and it's a purpose behind everything. Every no. So I just I don't I don't uh, I don't uh, I just don't I just move on. You know I don't judge it. You know. Right. I I get that. So then you say you you had this book and you got married. So. When you got married, did, was the book already out, or it was the the book? I I was married as I was writing the book. I've been married for one year. Okay, so the book came out after you got married. No, the the book been the book. I was married before I wrote the book. Okay, so how did your wife take all of this in? You know, um, and I she she was the big motivator. Um, inspiration as well behind the book um she held my hand through the whole book process and like she the the book was very good like she learned a lot of things that she really didn't know about me it, it, it made her you know what i'm saying be even more patient with me and and just like have her really sit down with me and and, and ask whether i really all right or you know what i'm saying like really get to know me even more you know what i'm saying and and just sit down on a more spiritual, spiritually and mentally level at the one-on-one and say that I, I got you through all this, no matter what you've been through. Um, I'm always here for you. Okay, so now you said you got three children. Yes, sir. What's the biggest difference that you see in yourself than from your besides your father not being around what's the biggest difference you see in you raising your kids versus the way you were raised 
just just being there, you know, that's it, that that's simple. Like I always wanted, I didn't I didn't care for the material things, or I was always the grateful kid. I didn't I didn't care for those things. I just wanted my father to be there. So I'm just being there and just teaching them everything that I wanted to, that I I wanted to know or just you know like going outside having basketball playing basketball together football in the yard doing the football back and forth and you know it, it just simply being there that that's all i that's all i can do at the moment because they very young they five um five three and one so just right now just being there for my children and just showing them a good role model and someone to be proud of Right, right, right. Bear with us, people that's listening and watching, because this little choppy that haze the Canada forest fires is all over the place, so we don't know what is affecting right now. So it's kind of choppy right now, so we're going to try to get through this as best as we can. Um, so you say you got a five, three, and a one-year-old. All boys? Uh, two boys and one girl. Okay, all right. So... Now that's a different thing. Now you have a young lady, and you have a young lady, so that's yeah. kind of raising a little different than raising your boy. So are you tough on your boys, or are you tough on her? Um, you muted yourself. Right, right now I'm just tough on my boys. Um, but when my girl get the age, it's just, um, just simply just, um, just. Uh, just taking a day at a time. I try not to think about it with the, you know, the girl as it, as a, you know, we live in a crazy world. So I, I really try not to think about those things and, and just, you know, when that time comes, just take it, you know what I'm saying, and help her get through those things and and just being there, you know, we are as a as a father, we are our daughters, you know what I'm saying, first role model, first hero, everything, you know, they they. They say a father is how a daughter look to as a as a male figure their whole life. So I'm just here to set good examples, good good role models, good father figures, um, a good man. You know what I'm saying? Just everything that she looks for. Okay, so we did some digging. So how did you feel when you got this Reader's Choice Award? I, I feel good, man. It was a um, my first my first award. I, I feel good, man. It was a, it was a, it's a blessing. Right. So those who don't know, Robert was actually given for his book, the life and trial, the life. Of, oh shit! I'm saying the trial and error, life of depression. He was given a Reader's Choice Awards. Uh, sometime I think it was in May or April. It was it was this month in June. I had I had got the reward last it okay. was Monday. They announced the winners. All right, so we we like we said we did some digging, and you know, for those who might want to read, who want to who want to purchase this book that's watching, the a young man said Robert's ability shares hardship through each page of this book takes a lot of courage and heart. What people don't realize is that many young men today had had similar trials and errors like Robert's story, but feel as if they shouldn't talk about it because it makes them look soft or too vulnerable. 
This book itself is a gift and light to those young men who feel as if they can't have a voice and be heard. If you have a son, younger brother, cousin, etc., this you that that you will feel is going through a challenging point in their life. Have them read this book. Show them that they are not alone. This book is ten out of ten. So, if you could reflect on yourself now versus your younger self, what would you tell yourself? To be patient and and, and trust the process. Uh, too many times we try to rush and 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 rush what God has already have uh, in store for us. I just tell myself to be more patient and, and trust the process. It's going to work out. Um, the storm is here for a reason. The storm is here to just water us and and prosper us to everything that we ask God for. You know, and like too many times we get mad at God, and too many times we get mad at God and ask God why this and why that, but little do we know, like God is is planting a seed in our lives. Every Thing we ask for he's planting those seeds and and it got a storm it got a rain in order for those seeds to grow so i just tell my younger self to be patient and trust the process because it takes time for those seeds to grow All right it does take those time process i mean it does take time for those seeds to grow i don't know if you can hear me you can hear me yeah, I can hear you. Because it's coming in very slow. I'm trying to switch out so we can finish out. Okay. All right, it's back. All right. So um, so basically, there you have it. So your book is located on Amazon, correct? Yeah, it's located on Amazon. And, like, if people also want, um, like, copies, autograph copies, they can... Uh, DM me on Instagram or Facebook, and I can um, send them out to you. At my uh, website is currently under construction. Okay, your website is under const is under construction. Yeah, my website is under construction. I'm currently working on it myself. Okay, so here we go. This is the point of the show where we go to I be damned. So this part of the show is where we actually hear dating stories that happen, mm -hmm. and they wind up being funny. Nobody gets hurt. <laughs> so they wrote in, young lady named Tarver submitted this thing and said, force, let me pull it over here now since I went to my phone. She stated, for a second date, I went to a fairly nice restaurant with this guy from a neighboring college. It was cute until he started asking me to let him stay the night, explaining how he was super awesome at cuddling. He also told me that if I needed help bathing, he would help me bathe and he wouldn't mind staying stand and helping me. The entire ride back to my apartment was basically him making the cases why I should let him see me naked. While sitting in his passenger seat, I sent a text to my friend which said something along the lines, help, this dude is creeping me out, make an excuse and call me ASAP. My friend called and made up some excuse about her, her, her fighting with her roommate. He saw the text in a reflection of the window, then nicely asked me to get out of his car and left me on the side of the road. <laughs> That's what happened. That is exactly what happened. So I definitely appreciate you for coming on, Robert. 
I appreciate you for having me, man. It was a pleasure. Definitely. So before we go, we want to hear, promote your book. Promote your book before you go. Man, I, I did, I did, man. It's every, everything that, man, I, I really want people to read the book, man. If you ever been sexy abused, uh, uh, mental health is a is a real is a real situation. And too many times we think that um, that our voice doesn't matter, and little do we know, it's like our voice does. And it's okay, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to cry. It's okay to to let it all out, man. God, God, hear every tear, every everything that you've been through. God promised that He's gonna replace it. And I talk about everything in my book. I talk about God, God, a lot in my book because He brought me out a lot of tough situations that I never saw myself coming out of. And if if it if it's on your heart to read, man, it's it's, it's gonna promote itself, man. The the the, the reviews, everything, it promotes itself, man. If you ever been through these situations or know somebody that been through those situations it's a must read um if you haven't but you know somebody get it for them um it's a must read that they that they must read and it, it can it can help a lot of people okay all right well thank you for coming and next week i'll be back on a regular day tuesday with the bodyguard. It's a wild story about kidnapping and stabbing and some more stuff that happened. So next week we'll be with the bodyguard explaining the story of how she was rescued from the enemy. So see you next Wednesday. See you next Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Thank right. you again for coming, Robert. All right. Thank you. All right.